Nai mai, haere mai, ki tēnei hōtaka. Welcome to the panel on RNZ National. Wallace Chapman here. The digital tax bill to be introduced to Parliament today. Giants like Google and Meta pay little, if any, tax in New Zealand. Despite making money here, is it fair? And the living wage set to rise tomorrow to $26 an hour. We discussed that. Also... Should we say thank you, driver, when you depart a bus? Is it really necessary? One man from the UK told me they never say thank you in the UK. It's just part of the job. What do you think? Power companies, they're raking it in. The big four earning $7 million every day while power bills, they keep going up. And a snap panel poll this afternoon. The restore passenger rail protesters blocking the roads this morning. Yet again, do you support the actions of Restore Passenger Rail? Yes, no, why or why not? Text me, I'd love to hear, 2101. And uh, yes, on that, Parliament's last question time of the term has been disrupted by Greenpeace protesters. Large pink banners reading, too many cows, climate action now. So big show this afternoon and with me today, Mary Margaret Slack, communication specialist and overseas bound. Mary Margaret, kia ora. Nice to have you back, actually. Kia ora. Thank you for having me back. And then gone. Yeah. Boom. Five days, I think. <laughs> One last hurrah. Are you excited? I'm very excited. As I, yeah, as, as I was just saying to Wallace off air, I'm a little bit overwhelmed and bogged down my belong, with, by my belongings right now. But once I've got that all in tow, I'm sure I'll be very excited. Well, all the best for a new chapter. But meanwhile, it's lovely to have you on the show. Thank you. And with us also, Scott Campbell, Director of Campbell Squared Communications. Kia ora, Scott. Kia ora. All right, Mary Margaret Scott in the show this afternoon. Now, on Monday, we did our first ever panel show and tell what interesting items do you have hidden around your home let me tell you right now some extraordinary things came through there were just too many to get through so i thought we'd bring it back to kick off things today so with us first up is jane welcome to the panel jane thank you wallace nice to be here what have you got for the panel show and tell well, I have got some extremely, extraordinarily beautiful pictures of the pink and white terraces before they were covered up with the um, the explosion terrawera. How amazing is that? And when you say pictures, are they paintings, oils, photographs or what? No, they're actually photographs. They're really big photographs. They're about, um, in fact, I measured them because I thought you might ask. Uh, they're 23 centimetres by 27, so they're really big. Isn't this amazing, Mary Margaret? Actual photographs, 23 by 27, of the actual pink and white terraces. It's decent, decent size. I reckon if I could go back in time to see anything, that would be quite high up my list. Snap. I've had a long fascination, Scott, with the pink and white terraces. Oh, absolutely, and in a um, place close to my heart with our iwi being, um, mm. it was right right in the middle of one of our... Um, uh, lakes. So, um, oh, that's fascinating. How did you come about those pictures? Well, um, my father's family were English and his grandparents moved out to uh, New Zealand in the early 1880s. Um, and my great-grandmother's 
I think brother, but certainly one of his uh, her relatives came out to visit, and he, my father told me he was quite keen on photography. Um, and so he came out, and whether he actually took them or whether he got them, I'm unclear. Um, but they came into his possession, and then over the years they got passed down through the family, and my father ended up living here. My parents moved to New Zealand, and at that stage I was the only one of my family living here, so he gave them to me, from, so my dad gave them to me. That's so exciting, Jane. What a story. Can I ask a favour? You can. You, you don't have to say yes. Could I, w- w- I'd be honoured if I could see a picture uh, of your photograph. Could you email it to us? Yeah, absolutely. No problem. And I'll share it with our listeners. I've got four. I've got four photos. I'll send of them the all. Pink mic terraces. Okay, I'll send them in. Send them in. <laughs> uh, the panel at rnz.co.nz. We'll put them up online. Jane, nice to have you on. Thank you so much. Great to be here. Amazing what it is, what people have um, tucked away in various covers and corners, Mary Margaret, isn't it? What do you think the camera that those photos were taken with would have looked like? Uh, I reckon it would have been one of those long ones with the hood. Yeah. Pretty big. Yeah. My friend is in Sweden at the moment and she's just been gifted her great-great-grandfather's camera. It's a similar one. Really big. Very exciting. All right, so um, uh, continuing with the show and tell thing. And by the way, look, if you've got something special at home, it could be anything, text me 2101. We're going to keep up this feature as a semi-regular. And with us now, guess what? This is really special. Harmony, welcome to the panel. Kia ora, Wallace. Kia ora koutou. Kia ora koutou. Now, you have some very, very special letters. I do. I had two... Um I would say significant pen pals in the last several decades. One was Pete Seeger. Hey, I'll stop right there. Okay. You there? You, 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 are you talking about the actual Pete Seeger? Pete Seeger, yeah, the, I met the, him. The, the, the Pete Seeger who influenced Bob Dylan. Exactly. I met him skiing in Colorado in the early 80s, and he was staying across the hall from me. And uh, we became pretty good friends and skied together and had dinner together a few times. And he gave me his address, and we stayed in touch for over 30 years. So, wow. And he, he, he sent me some lyrics to a song. I, I had a cancer scare back in 2010, and he sent me these lyrics to a song, and I recorded it. And I've, I've emailed it through there to your, um, to your producer, so you might have a listen at some point. It's called... Um, God's counting on me. God's counting on me. We might play that tomorrow. Uh, so we're talking about the uh, American folk singer, social exactly. activist, uh, massive, massive influence on the likes of yeah. um, uh, Bob Dylan. Um, yep. And the other yeah. was the Honorable David Lange. Now, when David got sick back in oh early 2000s, I wrote a poem for him, and I sent it to Parliament, David Lange, care of Parliament, and I got a letter back a couple of weeks later, and um, it was it was written from his his hospital bed. And if I could, I'd like to share the poem that I wrote for him. And um, a little bit. It's called "A Man of Great Peace." It's not about winning or it's not about winning votes or seats, making or breaking laws. At the end of the day, tools and toys put away. It matters not applause. The only difference one can make comes from deep within the heart. And a little bit goes a long, long way. One only has to start. And when that step has once begun, there's another right behind. Now, even death can end the march as mysteries unwind. That thing we call truth, man cannot speak, nor neither woman sing, for it only knows the bone and blood of every living thing. So come away. You've had your day. Some children still remember how Vietnam and napalm bomb were used and then surrendered. 
This land of peace made a lonely stand while great nations applied pressure. But like tempered steel, she did not yield her integrity, her treasure. There are those who think they know. We sometimes call them bullies. And others who only know too well, wishing they did so fully. You remind me of a thousand things that have long been packed in cotton. But as sure as this morning's cockerel sings, they will never be forgotten. Oh, harmony. This is just an honour to have. Isn't, isn't this an amazing story, Scott? Uh, yeah, really amazing. I love the fact that we're actually talking about pen pals um, yeah. as well. That's, um, that takes me back. But um, And the names that you've just talked through, Harmony. Um, great poem um, in honour of, of, uh, of David Longy. I think, um, wow, that's awesome and such a great thing to, uh, to hear. It's amazing. Well, here's well, I think that letter writing is such an underrated form of communication. I, I reckon everyone should do it as much as they can. And I think, Harmony, you're such a talented poet as well, and you seem to have had years of practice writing these letters. I wonder if I should get into that and give my try my own hand at some poetry. Yeah. <laughs> Very cool. The good ones write themselves. The good ones write themselves. Mm. Um, so you've got these letters from Pete Seeger to you. Yes, about a dozen of them actually all up. And... Uh, but I thought maybe I could share you the, just a little bit from David Longy, if I could. Sure. What, what he said to me. Yes, please. He said, thank you for taking the trouble to write to me. Good to hear from such a beautiful part of the world, and I do admire your poetic flair. It made me feel better, David. Mm-hmm. So that, made a lot of, that meant a lot to me. Harmony, this mm-hmm. is really something, you sharing this most extraordinary story. I really appreciate your time. Thank you. And thanks for listening. Very, very good. Oh, okay. So they are going off. Two big subjects. Of course, it's polite to say thank you to the bus drivers. I say thank you to my hairdresser. What's the difference? Says Maria. Alan says absolutely nothing wrong with thanking the bus driver and our snap panel poll. Do you support the restore rail protesters blocking the road? Yes, no, why, why not? Text me 2101. All right, uh, it is time for I've Been Thinking. Mary Margaret Slack. Well, I've been thinking about my impending departure and what it is that I'm going to miss. So over the last two weeks, I've ventured out at least around the North Island to a couple of different places and seen, particularly in Wellington, but also when I was in Raglan, along towards Whale Bay, where it's a little bit more regenerated forest, how good it is for your brain to be around all that bird song. And we're so lucky with the native birds that we have here. So my mum and I have been talking a lot about forest bathing, which is um, a concept that emerged in the 80s in Japan. And essentially it's the idea that if you root yourself in soil and gaze upon the trees and the sky, a lot of natural smells and um, sounds, especially from the bird song, come back to you. And the, apparently the impact that it can have on your mental health is immeasurable. So I recommend everyone to get out there and forest bathe as much as they can. Forest bathe. Can't you just put on a CD? <laughs> well, when I came home from Raglan on the weekend, Mum did have some, um, she had an app of some bird songs, so she's brought it all the way back from Wellington. <laughs> the new age of you, Wallace. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just putting that out there, Scott. I mean, you, you come on, you, you, you've had a busy meeting. You, you couldn't be bothered going outside. You're, you're having a cheeky shabli in the office you're putting on some bird songs surely that's you Scott. <laughs> i'm with you i'm there with you <laughs> hey very very good i've got to say um uh not to um put a downer on it but we've had this most beautiful beautiful massive behuda car were chopped down across the road from us <gasps> oh, no. and with it 
lot of birds. Right. And I'm quite sad because yeah. that's one of the things I loved in our area was actually waking up to the birds. Yeah. Wonderful. Yeah, good, very good thoughts. Uh, Scott Campbell, I've been thinking. Yeah, we're the same actually, just outside our window. Pahuta car has just been chopped down next door and now missing yeah. out on the beautiful sounds of the tui in the morning. Shocking, eh? Um, yeah, um, and you miss it and you don't uh, realise until it's gone. But I've been thinking, um, as you alluded to earlier, um, Wallace, it is the last sitting day of the thirty uh, of the 53rd Parliament. Um, and I just thought it's, it's worth sometimes just acknowledging the fact that the people who go to Wellington and who represent us, they don't get a lot of acknowledgement um, or a lot of thanks. Love them or loathe them. Uh, they're there um, uh, mostly uh, with good intent to do a good job and I think um, it's worth just paying tribute to them but also I think to the people in the background who keep the machinery of government uh, and of the whole of parliament moving and for a number of them the next six weeks is a really uncertain period because they don't know whether they're coming back to a job or not and I mean these are the people who are working in research units who are um, in the back office making things tick and so Mm. They don't get a lot of love. Um, I've been thinking about this um, mainly because I've been watching the American um, political world, and oh. you know, I'm just happy to say that we've got some, we've got a lot more talent here than what they do on that side of the world. It's sometimes hard to believe what you're seeing when 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 you watch when you watch American politics, isn't it, Scott? If that's the best that they can do for the you know, most powerful job in the world, you've really got to wonder um, with how many people they have over there. But, yes, yeah, so I think just for bringing it back to NZ, um, Love know, it. the campaign proper gets underway uh, this weekend. I think just paying tribute to the people. It has been a tough term yeah. off the back of COVID with all of the cyclones and, and other issues. So, like I say, love them or load them. Um, I think it's worth us at least respecting the job that they've done. It's a great point, isn't it, Miriam Margaret? For all the all the strong words aside, you know they're there, they're doing a job. It's been an, an extraordinarily tough year, uh, if not a tough few years. Definitely, and particularly strong words. I think it can feel quite divisive mm. reading the news and seeing a lot of, you know, commentary at the moment. But there's it, it is the beating heart of the country, and I think I think Scott's making a really good point. Very good. Uh, an emphatic no, I do not support the protesters of this group, says Janet in Lower Hutt. Dan says, yes, we are only going backwards in regards to climate change. Restore rail, do you support them? Yes or no? Text me 2101.